Hi, everyone. It's me, Jorge, your favorite housewife. Quick update. I am four months away from my wedding. I would give an excuse as to why I haven't released another episode, but I just don't have a good one. It's for many reasons. One, it's way too hard to record when your parents are constantly blasting the TV and have panic attacks when you tell them to turn it down. My mom today was like, when am I supposed to clean when I told her I have to record in the morning? Yeah, it was it was a big ordeal. And two, I have just been so busy for no reason. I mean, there is a reason. You can just imagine what it's like to plan in a Syrian wedding. But I feel like when I am married and in my own home, I'll have plenty of opportunities to record and much more content to talk about because I'll have so many stories to share about what it's like to live with Ted after nine years of dating and living in separate households. I'm sure not many know this, but guys, I have a whole ass house that is vacant right now that I bought two years ago and I could not move in before I'm married. Isn't that kind of silly? To be fair, I did have runners, and now the inside of the house is completely demolished due to remodeling, but regardless, I would not have been able to live in that house, which I just think is so funny because when I say that to Assyrians, it's not like anything shocking, but when I tell my coworkers this, they're like, oh, really? Your parents control your life like that? Yes. Yes, they do. All right, so this episode, something many of us don't talk about is what it's like to be single in your late 20s or in your 30s. You may think, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Plenty of people don't get into relationships until they're in their 30s. But in the Middle Eastern culture, a woman who has no potential of marriage that late in her life might as well be regarded as her parents' ward forever. No. All right, just kidding. I don't know if it's still that dramatic nowadays, but I definitely do think there's still a lot of pressure placed on women, especially in our culture, who aren't married before they're 30. Which is a big improvement because 20, 30 years ago, it was like 22. So we've made some moves, guys. I personally can't relate to being single, but I can relate to, you know, my parents being a little pushy of me getting married by like 25 and then, you know, them being slightly annoyed when I told them that wasn't happening. In fact, I'm pretty sure they followed it up with, so when are you going to have kids? As if having a child in your 30s was unheard of. So for this topic, I've brought one of my best friends, my soul sister, my ride or die, the peanut butter to my jelly, who is single and not ready to mingle, Miss Fiona Smiley. If you want to hear us talk all about what it's like being single, her experiences with it in our culture and all of that good stuff, then, you know, just keep listening. Hi, Fionn. Hi, Ade. Thank you for coming on my show. Thanks for having me. I made Fiona wake up super early. Not even. It was like 10 o'clock. But I needed her to come because my mom was already having a fit about needing to be quiet. So we needed to record pretty early. We interrupted her cleaning day. Yeah. Um, Fiona and I have been best friends since we were six years old. We met at Friday school and we're also cousins. Yes. But we found that out after we became friends. Yeah, like a while after. Yeah, so 21 years of friendship. Was there ever a period of time where we weren't friends? There was, I remember. Yeah, I remember too, because you crossed my name off of your binder. But it was like one week. No, it was longer. This was like when we were 10. Because remember, you were mad at me for hanging out with that other girl. Yeah, and also you guys didn't let me in your group. Who? Leona. Oh, yeah. That's you want to talk about that? No, that's a story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a story for a different day. Anyways... Going into this week's topic, I brought Fiona on the show because I wanted to talk about being single. 
uh, and why you should be single. And she's going to convince me why I should break up with Ted. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Ted, if you're hearing this, don't. I know for a lot of people, especially maybe those who aren't from a Middle Eastern culture, being single in your late 20s, 30s is perfectly normal. As you know, people are getting married much later in life now. But being a Syrian and being single in your late 20s, I don't know. I just think that there's a different type of pressure. Not pressure, but you you are looked at differently. Would you say, would you agree with me? Yeah, they, people think like, oh, what's wrong with her? Why is she not in a relationship? Yeah. So it's like, it's, I would say it's like not frowned upon, but what's that word? No, it is. Like frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times do your parents tell you that you need to get married and leave the house? Like every day. (laughs) Have you ever been in a relationship? Wow, you're just going to rip the bandaid off? I sure am. No, I have not been in a relationship. Yeah. Why? Um, I would say it's a personal choice. And also, you know, the men of my generation and my culture and having to fit like that image of who you're gonna bring home to your family and all of that it was a lot of pressure and I personally I just like being on my own I'm happy this way but I mean if I find someone that fits into my life I wouldn't have a problem with that either yeah you're not opposed to being in a relationship you just haven't found the right person to be in a relationship with yeah exactly I'm not like closed off to a relationship I just there's no rush for me Honestly, I'm just waiting to, you know, take off my own life. And then if someone comes in along the way, they come in. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when you're older, it's much harder to kind of get into a relationship just because you've gone so long living a certain lifestyle and being and enjoying your independence that you are a little bit more careful about who you choose to let into your life. No, you're not wrong. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I've been living this way for 27 years and there's just certain things in my life that I'm not ready to give up or I don't know if I'll be willing to give it up if I were to get in a relationship with somebody. And I think every person that I've talked to that's kind of older and hasn't been in a relationship. Okay, calm down older. No. (laughs) Well, we are. We're in our late 20s. I'm talking about kind of the people also in their 30s that are about art in a relationship it does it almost becomes I don't want to say the word stubborn but you just how do you how do you say it it's stubborn kind of like I would say that it is like not stubborn but like you get stuck in your ways because well I mean I'm always open to change like I'm not like someone that's like no I'm gonna be like this forever I'm not gonna ever change myself but I mean I think that you're not willing, like you said, to give up certain things that you may have when you were 20, 21, 22. Yeah, but I mean, that can also change. Like if I am over this type of lifestyle when I get even older, I don't think that it's it's ever too late to find someone that you want to be with. I think so too. In my opinion, a lot of people that say you give up so much when you're in a relationship, but to me, it's compromising. It's respecting the other person's beliefs or values and Um, trying to find a way where you can both meet in the middle. And if you look at it as giving up, sure. But again, yeah, I just think about it as compromise. Yeah, I agree. I I think that if you want to have that compromise in your life with somebody, go ahead, like go ahead and do it. But some people are not ready to do that. They're not ready to give up that compromise and be like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll stop doing this so you can start doing this. Yeah, obviously. I shouldn't even say obviously because I don't know if it's obvious, but you've been on dating apps before. Yes, I have. Yeah, which ones? Are we promoted by them? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, I mean, 
everyone has been on these ones like Tinder, Bumble. Tinder's like more of like, oh, you're trying to hook up. Bumble's like, oh, maybe I'm going to marry this person. But um, that's I live vicariously. I shouldn't even say that vicariously through you. That's not what I mean. But I I am just so intrigued by people on dating apps because to me, it's the wildest thing to just talk to strangers, meet up with strangers, anything like that. But also, I've been in a relationship since I was 18. So that's why I find it so wild. But when I read your messages, I am, I don't know, it's humorous. It is humorous. I mean, most of the time when I'm on those dating apps, I'm not like seeking, actively seeking, oh, like I'm going to marry this person. I don't even go on dates from there. I went on one date from there and he was a Syrian. And then after that, I was like, never again. Oh, my gosh. So what do you do? Well, I honestly just like to see who's on there. And then so when you're nosy. I am nosy. Like, I'm a typical Assyrian. But when I see who's on there and then I'm just like, oh, like, why am I on here with these people? I've deleted all of them. How already. many people have you found on Tinder or Bumble that are Assyrian and you've been like shocked that they're on the dating app? Do you want names? <laughs> no, I'm just No, kidding. no, don't name I'm, drop. I've seen a lot of people i mean i mean it's not something that's like weird people do it people want to like find people that they match with i mean typically when i'm on there i like i want to see Assyrians on there and i do it's just people that i know that are too close to me can you pull up some of your messages and read them right now i deleted my apps oh my gosh crazy you know you didn't i did but if you redownload them well no they'll be gone dang what's the craziest thing someone has ever said to you on there you know it's so some people are really weird, okay? But the one that I get most is, oh, we love bigger girls. No! I'm like, dude, calm down. Like, that's not going to happen. Someone has slid into your Tinder DMs saying that. Yes, they have. And I just think it's so funny. I'm like, you know what? What do you, you respond? Do I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> respond. I'm like, I'm not going to message this person back. But honestly, that's not the worst thing that I've gotten. Some things are just too nasty. I would not be able to repeat them. Have I seen any of those? You have. I can't really remember. But I know. It was a while ago. If you find screenshots, maybe I'll post one on our Instagram. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. I have to. Okay, I'll look at my phone. Jokes aside, a lot of people go on dating apps trying to find someone to actually date, not just hook up. So, um, I mean, we know some friends that yeah, have Yeah, I know a lot of people that have used dating apps and they're actually still with their people right now. Yeah. One of our friends just got engaged to someone that he oh, met yeah. on a dating app. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. They work. They just don't work for everybody. So what about dating apps has kind of turned you off from trying to find someone on there? Like, why, why did you end up deleting it? Honestly, nothing that has changed with the dating apps. They've always kind of been the same. It's me. I'm the one that's like getting older and I'm like, this is not the type of relationship that I'm looking for. Or I'm not even looking for a relationship, but why do I have these if I'm not interested in getting into a relationship with somebody? People always ask me that and I never actually thought about it until I was like, no, I don't need this anymore. So I just deleted them. Didn't you once pay to go international? Oh my was God, it on Twitter eh? on Tinder or <laughs> Bumble? No, it was Bumble. Um, yeah, we did. But honestly, who's we? Oh, I can't tell who it was. <laughs> but me and my other friend, we did. We were like, okay, let's just pay for it for a month. It was like ten dollars, so we paid for it, and then we actually ended up matching with a lot of people outside of you know our country and I found someone that was from Australia you know perfect my type but I was like talking to him on snapchat and he became like a really good friend of mine so I mean 
I guess like it's used for friendship too because you ha- actually have an option on there. Oh, yeah. That you can say, hey, what are you looking for? It says BFF, BF, like GF, but anyways. But that's what, like, it's like not only, I, I don't know. It's not only if I don't need like more friends because I have a lot. But I was like, that's pretty cool. Like you can have friends in different countries. So do you still talk to him? Yeah, we still Snapchat here and there. Didn't you have a streak for a really long time We did, and he has a girlfriend now. He actually found a girlfriend from Bumble. Gasp, and you're still Snapchatting him? No. Oh, okay, good. Girl. <laughs> okay. Last question about dating apps. Okay. Suraya Swipes. Oh, no. Okay, that app. First of all, whoever made that app, please sell it to somebody else so they can do a better job. What? Why? They only give you two likes, and the horizon of, like, people on there is so... Is it just no. California? No, you can go like outside of you know California, but nobody uses it. Like half those people were my cousin on there. Fiona, no, it's so weird. That's weird. So weird. Did anyone swipe on you? No, that just goes to show you that like you know even even on there you don't strike out with yeah. finding an Assyrian. It's yeah. just well, everyone's related to everyone. I know we have to start going to bars. Not we, me. <laughs> I know you're so happy right now or you say that you're happy. No, I'm kidding. I know that you're happy. Um, but I kn- also know that there was a period of time in your early 20s where that was not the case, where you, I think, if I'm saying it correctly, you were very self-conscious. You weren't okay being on your own. I, I mean, you can explain it better. I don't know why I'm telling about your feelings, but yes. Yeah. So, I mean, when you get in your early 20s, you're just seeing everybody around you getting these relationships. They're staying with these people. They're getting married to these people like you, Paulina, and like Leona found, you know, someone. So obviously, yeah, you're going to, well, Leona was pursuing people then too. Like she was always like talking to people. And I was just like, well, this is not what I'm interested in, but like, should I be? Like, I don't know. Should I start to, you know, talk to more people so I can get in relationships so I don't outgrow like my friends don't outgrow me so I was just like that was probably where it came from because I was like well I don't want to just be the one that's left you know without a boyfriend or getting included and stuff did do you feel like we ever made you feel like that not in my 20s I mean when you guys first got in relationships like it was always like oh we're doing couple things and then I was mad I was like well that's not fair like why am I not invited but then like as I got older I'm like well they're doing couple things like I don't want to go even if they invited me so like I started to kind of grow into it and I was like well now they're inviting me so I have to go (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) but um I loved being included but then I also was like no I understand why you know they they want to have their time as a couple they want to be with each other but then I was like and this is not what I want so like why am I getting mad if I'm not even trying to pursue to be like on their level you know what I mean does that kind of make sense yeah you ever feel awkward now not awkward but I don't know how do you feel now that a lot of your friends are in relationships or are married I'm very happy about it I'm happy that I get to experience like these moments with them because like I actually like, you know, got to see their relationships grow and become, you know, what they are now. So I'm like, no, I, I, I'm so glad that I was able to be a part of it. And then also my friends included me like you guys all included me with, with everything. So, I mean, in the beginning it was puppy love. So then and when we got older and, and I started to become more involved, I was like, this is always what I wanted. I've always just wanted to be there for them. And then like. You know, if it comes from me, it comes from me. doesn't matter. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Have you ever at any point been jealous? No. Never? No. Not of your guys' relationships. Um, have I been jealous of other stuff? Like maybe, oh, they're not spending as much time with me. 
Or I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't even know I if I should phrase it like that. I wouldn't call it jealousy. I would just be. I would just kind of feel like, wow, am I being forgotten about? That's it. But then after that, I was like, no, it's not. That's just my me getting in my own head, and like, I noticed myself pulling away in certain situations where I was like, well, I'm not gonna be there because maybe, maybe it wasn't like jealousy. It was kind of like more like anger like oh why is everybody like it was like a change for me i didn't i didn't know how to accept the change but then like now as i'm getting older like i've figured out how to move on with my life when things are changing and i know there's always going to be a place for me in all of my friends lives yes there always will be you're my soulmate you guys better have a room for me in your house apart from your friends being in relationships there were also other things that you were insecure about yeah, I had a lot I don't of- know if that sounded weird for me to say, but we, no, okay. we all have insecurities. Yeah, and mind you, we've talked about this episode before, so I know the questions to ask, but yes, go on. Yeah, these, these are hard-hitting questions. I'm uncomfortable. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, I've been insecure about my weight. I mean, everybody's insecure about their weight, but obviously to be like, you know, one of like a heavier person, it's like, well, people are always looking at me, but then I was like, nobody's looking at you. Like, get over it. Like, if you're going to live your life, you're going to go out there. People are just trying to survive and fo- they're focusing on their own insecurities. Why should they be focusing on mine? Yeah. So what what day or what day did you finally realize, like, your insecurities are too much? I know an exact event, but I won't say it unless you do. Um. Well, I just started realizing that, like, when I was at the beach, is that what you're talking about? No. When? When you, your best friend's engagement party. Oh, that was a big one for me too. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about it? Well, even then, like, yeah, even when I, when I went to Paulina's engagement party, I was like wearing this dress and I was like, oh, I'm so like insecure. Like I don't even want to dance. And then I got so mad at myself. I was like, am I going to do this for my best friend's wedding? And then Odhe's engagement, Odhe's wedding. I was like, am I going to act like this? Like I'm taking away moments of my life because I'm scared somebody's going to look at me for being bigger. I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. So then even then, by the end of the engagement, I like found myself. I I didn't even dance that much. And I was like, no, for Paulina's wedding, oh, I'm going to like dance until my I can't feel my legs anymore. What? What? Wait, what was the beach oh, thing that so, you were talking about? So then, I mean, after that, even after that, when we, I, you know, people have moments of insecurities and I was like, well, people are going to go to the beach. They're going to be wearing bikinis and all this. So I was like. You know what? I was like, I really love the water. I didn't like going into the water when I was like younger because obviously I didn't want to wear a bathing suit. I'd have to get in there with the t-shirt and shorts. But I was like, no, I'm just going to buy a bathing suit that fits my body and I'm going to go in the water. So then I just did that and I was like, you know what? This And I went and I started catching the waves and I was like, what was I ever scared of? Like people are not looking at me. And then I started looking at other people and I'm like, look how happy they are and look what they're wearing. Yeah, the I think for all of us, we come to a point where we realize the world doesn't revolve around us and people could care less about you, your insecurities. I'm pretty sure someone's wondering if people are looking at that pimple on their forehead or whatever. I know. It's like everybody has something. Someone can be looking at the way their like mouth is structured. Yeah. Or their ears. People yeah. look at ears. I did not know that. Oh, I forgot to ask you this question. What's something that you've learned from watching the relationships around you? Things that you have has anything turned you off from wanting a relationship? I mean, yeah, but also that comes with the relationship. I mean, I hate arguing with people, and that's like a lot that happens in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, no, not really like anything crazy, because everyone has a different relationship. Yeah, 
I guess, like, seeing all of them, it doesn't make me not want to be in a relationship, but I'm just like, you know what, I'll wait. <laughs> You're like, it's I'll a wait. little too it, much work. <laughs> it's a little too much right now. I'm still not old enough to be in a relationship. <laughs> What do you have to say to people who think you're gay? <laughs> not that oh there's anything God. not that there's anything wrong with that happy pride month. Yeah. Okay, listen. You want to love who you want to love? Go for it. But I'm not gay. That's the thing. <laughs> people always like not people, but like my family has my sister, Ilona has come up to me and she's like, "Hey, if you're gay, like it's totally okay." Wait, and- <laughs> I swear. In all seriousness. No, in all seriousness. She goes, are you gay? Because you've never had a boyfriend. I'm like, just because I've never had a boyfriend, I'm gay now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not gay, Ilona. She's like, we'll accept you. Don't worry. I'm like, oh, my God. It's so funny. um, We're talking about this because Leona, Fiona's other sister, just messaged us about a conversation she had with Ryan. (laughs) Her boyfriend, she goes, so Ryan has this friend and she's lesbian. She's one of my favorite people here, here as in Denver. He was like, I would probably ask her to be one of my groomsmen. And I was like, who would she stand with? And he's like, maybe Fiona. Freaking Ryan. (laughs) I'll stand with her. It's okay. I know I love men, so it's okay. (laughs) For anyone out there who's ever thought I was gay, I'm not. This is just a PSA. And anyone who is gay out there, I love you. And love happy you. Proud Month. Proud, proud Month? <laughs> yeah, Proud Month. Happy Pride Month. But but you do hate men. <laughs> but hey, I don't hate men. My dad's man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, most men I do not tolerate. Just I, because. Okay, go. Okay, I think, I think it's time for us to tell the story. Fiona. Oh, no. <laughs> Fiona was a Snapchat mistress. Okay, okay, it wasn't like that. Okay, please explain to us. Okay, you tell the story. So one day I was really bored. You know, I I do think men can be really shallow sometimes. So I was like, you know what? I feel like doing a prank. And I went online. You were I found in a silly, goofy mood. I was in a silly, goofy mood with my tongue out right now. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to find a public figure like someone that's not really known, but like people know her. And I found this person and I was like, I'm going to create a fake Snapchat and see how shallow men are. With this person's pictures. With this person's pictures. I mean, I didn't sell them or anything. (laughs) But I did use them and I was sending them because I figured we figured out a way me and my friends were sitting in a room. We're like, let's figure out a way to send it to make it look like it's a live snap. So we did. How was it? How did you do it? For anyone who wants to know. Okay, anyone that's trying to do this, honestly, it's really fun if you guys are going to do it because like you, people get exposed. It's so funny. But if you are trying to do it, you just search on their like photo or camera or something. And it's like a filter that shows it like it comes Wait, up. Wait, where do a, you search? In the Snapchat filters. Oh, okay. So anyways, I created this Snapchat, I added a whole bunch of people on there. How did you find these people? I made, first of all, first of all, this is going to sound really crazy, but I made a Tinder for her. Oh my gosh, Fiona, I did not know that part. <laughs> for the people in the area. And also some people that I was like, you know what, let me test them. Like, I know these men, let's see how they react. And they know me, so like, they've never tried to, you know, pursue me. But not that I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be malicious and be like, oh, like these men are trash. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. men have urges, whatever. And then I was like, let's just see how, what happens. And boy, 
when I tell you these men loved this woman, like the way she was talking, posting. One one person even offered twenty dollars for a picture. No, it was just a picture, a selfie. I was like, okay. I'll take it. So you took $20? No, I don't oh. want to give them my Venmo. Oh, my Because it's my name. I was like, I'm not going to do this. But anyways, so be careful out there, boys, because you might not be talking to who you think you're talking to. Yeah. it's. I remember the messages you would get, and it's absolutely insane how stupid and just so – I don't even want to H-O-R-N-Y some boys are yeah, or men dude. are – that they would fall for a complete stranger, try to buy pictures of her. I mean, you, you don't have to agree with Fiona's methods of finding yeah. this out. You may think that it's screwed up. It was just funny in the moment. But, I mean, I know girls do stupid stuff, but it's different. I think guys do stupid stuff like that. Girls fall for stuff like – guys on the internet trying to get their attention mm-hmm. and then they just want their money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and then guys fall for fake profiles of women just to get a picture. Of well, feet. the reason I started actually started doing it because people were messaging me personally and saying, oh, we're not going to add you on Snapchat because we know you're just going to want money. And I'm like, what? So I, it was like, a, I was like, what is this? Let me do some research on this. So I was like, this Wait, is... Wait, people on Tinder? Yeah. People were like, no, we're not going to add you on Snapchat like because you, you're just going to ask us for money. Like, not that I was asking them to add me, but they're like, oh, just so you know, we're not going to add you on Snapchat. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I wasn't going to give you my Snapchat. Second of all, what does this mean? So I did some research. I was like, what are they talking about? And then I figured out like, oh, like, you know, OnlyFans, Snapchat premium and stuff. So then just opened up. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I was like, "Um, what is this? So then I just started like looking into it and I was like, men really do still pay even having this much knowledge on it. Like, literally, I could probably tell you maybe 10 people in, like, one month did that. Because they don't care. At the end yeah. of the day, they just... Want the pictures. Want they the want pictures, the pictures. Want whatever. Attention. Atten- yeah. And, oh, my gosh. The reason why I really wanted to do it was because I wanted to see if men in relationships would do it. Did they? Yeah, they did. There was a do guy Do you know that, them? Any of them? This no. one I didn't know. But he was married. And he's like, oh, I have to leave my wife and my kids. And I was like, what? And then I ended up just saying, I was like, oh, my gosh, you're trash. I was like, this is I'm going to screenshot these. I'm going to find your wife. But no. I didn't. I, I didn't know who he was because he's like, use a fake name. But I was just like, man, this is like crazy. Like, I I really did want to expose these men because I'm like, that's crazy. Like, why would you guys do you have a kid at home? Isn't that gross? That's disgusting. And it just makes me even more. I know I'm going to get sappy here, but it makes me even more thankful to have someone like Ted. Exactly. Because- yeah, good men are very rare out there, guys. That's what I'm saying, and this has also opened up my mentality of like, this is why I don't want to date anybody. Like, look what they're. This guy has a kid at home, and he's like sitting here and messaging this random girl that's fake. I, I hate to be, I hate to be that type of girl that are like, all men are cheaters and all men are nasty or all men are this and yeah. that. Could I? Because I hate, I hate bashing. I hate just like that culture of bashing men like that. Yeah, woman I don't agree or, with that either. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Um, because I definitely do think that women are very shady as well. Uh, we're just shady in very different ways. But I, yeah, I don't know. When I women just... find good men, they let go of them too. They do the same thing. Yeah. It's just, it's both. It's both genders. But I was using like me as a woman to be like trying to, not trying to expose these men. But I was just like, first of all, you're welcome, ladies. Because I'm doing God's work over here. Yeah, God's but work. second of all, I was just trying to see like, how 
often it was in men. And it was pretty often and it was pretty sad. But it wasn't anyone that we knew, right? Some people may have been people that we knew. No. Oh my gosh, Fiona, don't say that. People are going to start questioning if they messaged you. or <laughs> Anyone that knows me, if you're messaging someone that you didn't know, you're welcome. You're like, it might have been no, me. Just no, kidding. Okay. Who, it was, was mostly the, people that I didn't know. What was know. your alias's name? Ophelia. Oh my gosh, what was she, Russian? Is that even a Russian name? I don't know. I just, I was listening to that song. Oh, Ophelia. Oh, was she and pretty? Like, she was pretty. She was, but she was like a thick pretty. Oh, we love our thick girls. We love them. All right, we got to end this conversation because we've been recording for like two hours now. But I do want to kind of bring it back to being single in our culture. People feel this pressure to be in a relationship or be married before 30. Right. So what if you could give someone advice who is in their early 20s or mid 20s or whatever, whatever age, and they're really feeling pressure to be with someone, what would you tell them? I would say go at your own pace. Nothing is rushed. People get into relationships that are rushed and then they're kind of stuck with something. You can do that. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. But don't feel pressure to be in a relationship just because everybody around you is in a relationship. Um, Figure out who you are first. And then once you figure that out, then, you know, be healthy, be happy. Your mental state has to be good. And then once you're, you know, ready to be in a relationship, if or if you want one, if you don't want one, um, figure it out then. Oh, that was good advice. If I could say something, and you're probably wondering, like, what do you have to say to people who are single? <laughs> but I am in a, I am in a relationship. I've been in a relationship, but I've also, throughout the nine years that we've been together, I know what I want and what I don't want. He knows what he wants, so you don't. And it's never give up your individuality for another person because I think that's when relationships get tricky and toxic is when you are um you morph yourself too much into that person being alone isn't a bad thing you can always find happiness in other avenues and people get like you said before people get into relationships at different stages in their life I mean you've heard those stories of people being 50 and just then getting married so it's not that it's uncommon I know with Assyrians your parents are always going to pressure you to get married. I mean, for the most part, your parents are always going to pressure you to get married. But also think about it from their perspective. All they think life is, is getting married, having kids, settling down, and that's it. That's their that's their image of a perfect life. So when you're not fitting that image, that's on them and that's not on you. Yeah. And I think for my parents, it was pretty hard for them to accept the fact that I was like, well, I'm not going to just go off of what your timeline it's my timeline but I wanted to find my individual happiness before I could share it with somebody else you can't let someone love you if you don't love yourself I guess I would be like I mean obviously there's going to be aspects that we're not going to love about ourselves always like I could be stubborn sometimes <laughs> but I, I want to say like that that's I'm trying to say like you have to be able to you know give yourself to yourself before you can give it to somebody else. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And actually going back to being stubborn, if I could say something else too to people who aren't in relationships, it's not a bad thing to depend on someone as long as it's in your control. Being dependent on someone doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're giving up something. It means that you're choosing to lean on that person in times when you need to lean on them. And Mm -hmm. that's completely okay. When it doesn't become okay is when you can't pull it back. 
right? Yeah. When you've lost yourself into that person. But I always say, like, you don't you don't need someone. You want someone there. Like, they complement your life, right? Yeah. You. I mean, who said it one time? What's her name? The one that sings time after time? Cher. She said that, you know, I'm the entree, men are the dessert. Oh. You don't have to have <laughs> it, but you want it. But no, but in re- I understand what you're saying. I think that anybody who wants to be in a relationship, just make sure that you're ready for it. I mean... Even if you think you're ready for it at a younger age and you want to like, you see yourself, you're like, oh, I'm going to marry this person. But sometimes we forget that sometimes Middle Eastern mentality is a little bit toxic, especially for like, you know, sometimes the men, they've always been like given everything. But there's also really good men like Ted and Michael and, you know, Ryan's not Middle Eastern, but he basically is now. Yeah. And I know for a lot of us, a Syrian or Middle Eastern woman, it is hard to be with a Middle Eastern man sometimes just because there's that toxic masculinity. They expect a woman to be a certain way. But something that I am really happy to see is like, you know, in Neil's generation or the new generation, yeah. they're not like that. No. In fact, they are a little bit too comfortable in their sexuality. Oh my gosh. They say I love you a lot. Yeah. We never got that as millennials. No. Honestly, like we never heard like, I as I grew older, I was like, well, we have to say I love you. They kind of teach you too. They're like, it's okay to be open with your emotions. And that's a, honestly, that's probably what I like. Also, the communication is like the biggest thing for me. Yeah. If someone's mad at me or irritated with me, I want to know like right away so we can fix it. And I think even if it's not a romantic relationship, every relationship that you're working on is a relationship. You have to treat it that way. That's just the way that I think. Oh, I think that's a great way to end this episode. I agree. Okay, well, thank you, Fionn, for coming and talking to me about why you should stay single. <laughs> Ted's going to hate me. Hey. Well, Ted doesn't have anything to worry about. Yeah, follow Fiona. I'm oh. on TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you want to plug yourself? Facebook? <laughs> I don't know my name's on there. If you want lots of content about Golden Retrievers and um, just really weird TikToks, I would say. But he says that my TikToks are not like aesthetically she's pleasing. like they're your diary yeah they're your diary I love that, though yeah. it is when i die remember me okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right bye everyone tune in next week or i don't know when for another episode of housewife and training bye-bye Ask my mom why she thinks they're single. Yeah, I'm a little scared, but yeah. Had to. Why do you think Fiona's single? Why? Yeah. <laughs> because. Aww, mom. That's so cute, mom. She's right. All right. I love that. Answer. Okay, you know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mommy's <laughs> boy. <laughs>